We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, man? How how we feeling heading into now uh, postseason football? I'm, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm well, maybe. Here. Maybe you're here. Hello. Hello. Hi. There we go. Yeah. I'm, no, Mate. I'm here, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited. To uh, to talk to you guys about some football. Look, I I drink a lot of coffee. That's where I get most of my energy from. Uh-huh. Like a good shower in the morning, and then a ton of coffee. So look the film, look the stats. Um, eager to see uh, how the Chiefs perform on Saturday, just because look, they're they're the better team. They're expected to win, but you know, postseason games they they get a little little tricky at times. What about last weekend? Would suggest that. <laughs> Um, honestly, it's part of the huge reason why I still feel very good. They're avoiding the divisional one. Yes. Cause if anything that taught you like Miami and Baltimore getting yeah. a crack, even with bad backup quarterback, doesn't matter. Right. No matter what it is at the very least, just not having to face that team again feels mm-hmm. like a good thing to me. Nate, that's what matters here to me. Yeah. That combined with having the bye week having a coaching staff that's been through it before, Obviously, a quarterback in Mahomes that has done it um, three times now. I mean, it's just it's amazing uh, that he is, of course, the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs at the age of 27, pretty much in his prime. And the fact that, look, the team is going to be as healthy as you could ask for outside of, you know, whether or not McCole Hardman will be available. And if so, um, could he be available for limited snaps to be sort of a decoy, at least to take attention away you know, to maybe alleviate somebody else um, in a passing play. Outside of that, they're pretty healthy. I mean, everybody on defense is expected to be there. Um, The Chiefs could get Jody Fortson back. That that looks like to be probably the most positive sign out of the three guys, whether it's Jody Fortson with the elbow, uh, Clyde Rosalera with a high ankle sprain, and, of course, um, you know, McColl with the abdomen pelvis issue that he's had pretty much since the middle of the season. So you're healthy, you're at home, you're the better team. You've got the more experienced coach and the more experienced quarterback, and everybody on defense is healthy. I mean, it's <laughs> not – no other team in the conference can say that before these games start over the weekend. No, because the Bills lost more in season, and mm-hmm. Cincinnati might have just lost their left tackle, or at least for this game, right, lost Correct. their left tackle. I think there was some hope maybe that he would – he could still be back at some point this postseason. But mm. it's like, is that enough alone? Because, like, Jacksonville's not – down and out either. All the guys they were counting on this year are mostly on their roster and available and they're playing better. I mean, it's just a matter of like, is Kansas city that much better? And to me, it still feels like everything is a coin flip. (laughs) I don't know. Like every NFL playoff game moving forward in these four just feels like I'm not 
I'm not confident enough to tell you that I think any one of them is going to win. <sighs> they have Kansas a, City's probably the most. They, they have the highest point spread, correct? Yeah, they do. Nine and a half gold? I mean, what's eight the... And uh, eight, eight and a half, half now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Look, Depending the, on which book, yeah. Yeah, the, the, obviously the Jags deserve respect. And for what they did last Saturday was as impressive as you can get for a rookie quarterback making his postseason debut, honestly. Um, and look, that that defense, uh, when motivated, you know, really performed at a high level against an offense that sputtered you know, yeah. midway through the game. Um, I thought the entire season came down, and I've said this before, um, but I thought the entire season came down to, okay, if, if, if you trust Mahomes this much, if you trust the infrastructure that Andy Reid, Eric Benamy, and Steve Spagnuolo have created, if you get, you know, pretty good production out of a larger-than-normal rookie class, then the goal is to get back to the AFC Championship game so that you have another shot to get to the Super Bowl because when you go into that AFC Championship game, you'll have the better quarterback, which means you'll always have a chance. But with a younger roster um, entering this second phase of Mahomes' sort of career, I just thought, hey, if you get back to the championship game, that is a massive achievement. And now they're one game away from doing that, and they don't have to play the Bills or the Bengals in order to do that. Um, it's it's really a remarkable season in a lot of ways, but we also know that this team has not played you know, their best football up until the last game of the regular season when they started from start to finish. They just dominated the opponent. But then it say something they don't have to play their best football to win 14 games? I don't really <laughs> care what the schedule is. I mean... I don't know how many teams play their best football across the board. True, true. Well, 14 games, only lost three times. Yeah, now you could, you could argue that, hey, maybe the Bucks game was their best from start to finish. I, okay, that's fine. But the Jaguars are better than the Bucs. Um, that's not a sentence I was expecting this year, but okay. But no, it's, you're not true. Wrong. Yeah. it's true. It's yeah. true. Hey, you know, hey, we got to win the one seed today. So it, it it's not a playoff game, but if we win, we control how this thing is going to flow through the AFC postseason. Hey, they, from start to finish, did their job. Um, I know they're so talented that they can get away with not being at their best. But now that it's the postseason, and now because I think the experience that Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones all experienced in the championship game last year, you know, there, there should be no issue with them bringing their best effort and then having the young guys sort of respond. I think the first quarter of this game – it's sneaky important just because um, you want to you want those younger guys to see this is obviously the highest level than in the regular season, but also okay, we got a two score lead, we are the better team now. It's just about executing. You know the the game script is going according to plan because our coaching staff has put us in a position to succeed. Um, but yeah, sometimes they get into a to a situation where Mahomes has to obviously rescue them. And that should not be the case for this game. But if that does happen, again, at least you know you have the most talented quarterback to rescue you in a postseason game that you're expected to win. Nate Taylor from The Athletic in studio with us here on Cody and Gold. What, what's the biggest thing the Jags have going for them in this game? Because I, I think there it is the fact that, uh, one, they're, they're very confident right now. They came back from down 27 nothing. And they do have nothing to lose. I understand yes. people are like, well, yeah, their season's over. That's what they have to lose. Yeah, but they nobody's expecting them to win. A lot of people thought they were going to lose last week. Mm-hmm. You're going up against the one seed at Arrowhead with Patrick Mahomes, a team that beat you by 10 earlier this season. Like, that's, to me, their biggest advantage in this game is they're not going to be tight in the first quarter. There's a chance the Chiefs are. 
Yeah, the biggest advantage I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars have is, hey, they played the Chiefs earlier this season, and they sneakily played well. It's just they were the, – the talent was so – so far. Like, I just hey. thought Mahomes was so good in that game, there was nothing they could do. Exactly. That was just one of those, like, he went nuclear games. Like, yes. well, I'm sorry, you guys are screwed because you went for, what, 350 and four touchdowns? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, we, we got the outside kick to start the game. We got the three turnovers. We yeah, Hey, all we told Trevor Lawrence the whole week was, hey, man, can't, can't, can't have turnovers in Arrowhead. Can't do it. No, no, no. No, no, no. He didn't do that. Christian Kurt actually played pretty well if you look back at the statistics. In the he had, like, 100 yards and two touchdowns. And he he won the matchups more often than not against Legarius Sneed, which I think will be a replicable matchup that you'll see on Saturday. All that said, is at least now they have gone through it before. This won't be so new to them, and they have a coach who is willing to be daring. And the thought that I have is, if there's any specialty play on the on the on the laminated sheet, Doug, run it. He's gonna like just run it. I don't. I don't care what the down and distance is. I don't care what the situation is. If it's fourth and five, I don't care where we are on the field. Run that play. Run run another one. Um, as they showed against the Chargers in the second half, they are really good in short yardage situations. They're really good in two-point plays. They're really good in the red zone. Because Peterson's really creative. Mm-hmm. He's very good. It's one of his better skill sets as a coach. He is – he's not boring. He's no. good at cre- – he's like yeah. – like, I, I, Look, I'm sure everybody who comes out of hand to be like, well, I saw what he did, and I did it. But Doug Doug took that skill, and that was his best one leaving town. His best one coming out of Andy was he's one of the better play designers in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, we saw it with Foles in the Super Bowl or ETN on fourth and one. He's got more than enough of a book now that people should talk about Peterson going into a game the same way they do Andy. Like, he's going to do something, and it's going to work because he's designing it well. Flea flickers, double passes, wide receiver passes, running back passes, like – anything coach I, I i honestly believe that like okay we're down 10 nothing <laughs> cool like like hey maybe our first hey maybe they first 15 plays was better than our first 15 plays maybe they got more talent to execute those 15 plays sure. than we do all right cool now i can just run anything um because to your guys's point they don't really have a ton to lose they're gonna get so much experience because yeah yeah you're trying to play patrick mahomes at the highest level um, when he's had two weeks to prepare for you. Like, I think some people also forget that too. Like, because you're the one seed, there are four options, right, that you could play. And because of the situations going into that game, there were really two. Yep. And, and by the way, play both those teams this year. So Didn't Andy kind of admit that? Like, he said, we prepare mm-hmm. for the ones we think are more likely more. Yes. Like, he, I don't know if that's the exact wording he used last week, it, but it's pretty close to that, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. essentially. And, and so, obviously, they they spread it out. They, they divide up the responsibilities in the coaching staff, at least getting you an early look. But for Mahomes, I mean, the easiest part of his bye week preparation was, oh, I've already played these two teams, and really the personnel hasn't changed, and they might throw a wrinkle here and there, and that's something I asked him in the presser yesterday. Um, but, like, he's got the most experience playing these games. Like, at some point, you just start to master even the more difficult things just because you've done it more often. So, if you're Doug Peterson, how do we level the playing field? Make this game as wonky as hell. Run every trick play <laughs> imaginable. Go for it on fourth down. See if you can extend drives and maybe limit the possessions that the Chiefs have. And, like, hey, if you want to start the game with another onside kick, I will salute you. Because, like, <laughs> why not? You're the underdog. You're you, the the most points are given to you to start this weekend. So like, you just have to tell the fellas, hey, we tried it. We tried it the normal way in November. 
and we still lost by 10, guys. So it's And not, we had everything go in our favor from a turnover and onside kick. They got four extra possessions in that game. So I would be doing coaching malpractice if I told you we were going to do the same thing and ask for different results. So just, like, make the game crazy. Like, I, I really hope that Doug Peterson – just doesn't play conventional or just doesn't try to, like, get it to the fourth quarter. No, you need to go into the fourth quarter having a lead, building momentum, and having a we-can-get-this-done sort of mindset throughout the sideline versus, yeah, man, that dude's just really good over there. Or, hey, Chris Jones is just destroying all our plans. Like, they're going to have to they're gonna have to schematically level in, the playing field. In that Week 10 game, Mahomes, I don't think, got sacked, right? I don't think no, Mahomes got sacked. Sacks. But they – it still was one of those games where they were able to get pressure on him, right? I mean, both Orlando Brown Jr. and Andrew Wiley kind of struggled. And I understand there was no sacks, but mm-hmm. Mahomes gets some credit for that. We discussed this earlier in the week. I feel like the offensive line for the Chiefs has gotten better as the season has gone on. But yep. what about that pass rush, though, for, for Jacksonville? Because I still think uh, if you're concerned about that defense, it, no question, it is still going to be, does Andrew Wiley and Orlando Brown Jr., do they hold up in this game on Sunday or Saturday? So they had four quarterback hits now that I'm looking back at it. Trayvon Walker. He's a lot better now than he was probably when they played in early November. Josh Allen is arguably their best defender. Um, I'm going to just – I'm going to give it to him. Like, he's their best defender. Uh, They have – I can't say this young man's name. It is really unfortunate. Um, but they have a linebacker that's also pretty pretty effective. Uh, Luakon. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't try to say the first name. Uh, <laughs> You're like, like, I'm not going to pretend like I... I'll try to say the first name. I think they just call him Foy, honestly. I think it's like Foy. Foy, yeah. Foy, yeah. So, so yeah. Foy was really good. He had seven tackles. He was in the mix. But probably their best defender for this game is Josh Allen. Um, they averaged eight yards of play in that game. Of course. Like, there's nothing to look at that defensive performance and be like, will that work? No, none of it worked. So, look. If Jared McKinnon is going to be used in the red zone, like you guys have talked about earlier, and if you're in the middle of the field, he becomes your best you know, pass protector uh, so that you have a six-man blocking scheme to get somebody open like MBS or Kadarius Toney. Um, I, I think they have to get pressure on Mahomes because I cannot stress enough between the play calling, the scheme, and the positional players. There is not a bigger disparity than receivers for the Chargers and the receiving options for the Chiefs. They the Chargers could not they they schemed a few things up early to get yards after the catch. But that's where the Chiefs really With, really blew things open against the Jaguars. Yeah, and like I think the way I look at them and I know that it's like it always sounds like such an insult cuz in a way it is. I'm not meaning to just bury them, but they're diet Chiefs. They got Doug Peterson, died Andy Reid, they got Bob Sutton <laughs> used to be on this thing. All the like it's just like every player is just a little bit worse. Than the one who plays for the Chiefs. It doesn't matter. They're just all a little bit worse. They're not bad. They're not bad not players. Bad. That's why they're in the postseason. <laughs> I didn't care. You called Trevor Lawrence. Died. Like It's like they're all just a little bit worse than the guys we have on our side. The thing I like about Lawrence, and this is the thing we had, conversation we had on Monday, which was at least Lawrence looks like he can be a killer. Like I have now firmly fallen into the camp of, I think Justin Herbert might not be that guy. He might just be like, I'm good at putting up stats. But when it comes down to crunch time, I can't do it. It wasn't great. It he wasn't has great it. in the second half. He's had three years in the NFL, Nate. He's made it to one single postseason game. He's won like two big games in three years in the NFL. And it's not like his weapons are bad. Get this he had the NFL's touchdown leader this year on his team and two other good wide receivers. One of which wasn't played on Saturday. But get this well, man. Well, that was his coach's fault. <laughs> get this man a coordinator. I mean, I know Joe Lombardi had to had to be the fall guy because obviously. <laughs> um 
here's here's a hilarious stat. This is I'm looking up True Media right now with a little bit of pro football focus tied into it. Um, Patrick Mahomes had eight plays on third down where he attempted seven passes against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh man, he seven com- for seven. He completed <laughs> five of seven. Okay. Uh, he rushed for 19 yards on on the on, oh the other, the other. <laughs> <laughs> six first downs. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's. Ooh, um, I don't think that game tape would be fun to watch if I were Jacksonville. Oh I think I'd be more inclined to watch the team because their defense played a lot better right after that. Yeah. Because around then, when they were three and seven, that's in Kansas City, and we were like, hey, they should trade us Josh Allen. <laughs> like we were still talking about that being a possibility, right? Right. Get him on the phone. We had to keep making it clear that it was the defensive end, Josh Allen, yes. not the quarterback for the Bills. But yes. like that was the conversation around that time. They were nowhere close to the team they are now, but they're still worse. Yeah. They're still worse than the Chiefs are. And, and the question then becomes, okay, well, they got four quarterback hits. Some of that was a little bit of blitzing, but they didn't blitz a ton. Um, so do you do you turn that up in the second time? Because it's like, hey, when we played we played zone, which is what they mostly do. Hey, when we play back and play zone, try to take the top away, he 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 he, he us. knifed us on third down. You know, which is why you play zone. You play zone to get to third down, hoping that you'll get pressure on that particular play because you know it's a passing situation more times than not. Okay, so do we do we blitz more and just pray that like there's a little bit of mistiming or one of those guys gets home or Mahomes scrambles and tries to do too much, you know, out of the pocket, maybe. But when you look at, hey, uh, we got two men on Kadarius Tony on a on a on a double move where in zone coverage, we looked, we looked to be in place. Hey, he didn't get us. Dog, he's he's elevating over us. <laughs> Great. Hey, we're in zone coverage, and we know that every play starts with Travis Kelsey inside the red zone. Why did he just catch a touchdown between three guys? Because Mahomes is so quick with the ball. And Kelsey does just this. I watched this yesterday. He does this little move. He just gives like a little shoulder to think like I'm going this way. No, I'm actually going to sit right here at the goal line touchdown. I know that uh, the Tom Brady era is completely different. And he's obviously still in the NFL, but viewed differently probably by these young players. Mm-hmm. I assume everyone in the AFC views Patrick Mahomes is that version. Like, man, no matter what I do, I'm going to have to go through him. Like, maybe the Bengals can say we're king of the mountain or whatever they tried to claim the other day. But every other team in the AFC says we have to go through them in order to do anything, right? Like, the Jags know that. If they have any bigger goals outside of even this season, they know that this is going to be the team that stands in their way. Yeah, and I think this will just, again, let's say this holds true to form or true to expectation. Let's say the Chiefs win, whether it's eight points, ten points, four points. Um this will be such a great experience for Jacksonville because now you can actually go into the offseason saying, okay, we've won our division, right? Yeah. We're in a better starting place than the Colts, who don't know who their coach and quarterback is. Tennessee, they don't know who their quarterback is. And obviously Houston, they don't know who their quarterback is. So really, well, their quarterback's whoever is second overall. <laughs> Bryce Young. Sure. But he's going to be a rookie with yeah. like not a ton of talent around him. So, they also don't know their coach. Yep. <laughs> so if we all know that, then it's about, okay, how can we close the gap between Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City? And this will be really good representative about, like, how they want to stay true to their philosophies, how they want to change things, the certain talent that they want to sort of identify. Um, because they're probably going to have to get better on defense, as sadly as it is. Like, I think offensively, they're, they're, they're at a pretty good place. And, of course, Calvin Ridley – if you don't gamble, 
will be on their team, <laughs> and we hope he'll be healthy. It's and only going to be a year. Productive. They've never really said he's coming back yet. I'm assuming they're not going to do more than come a, on, year. Lee. a full year. Come I up. think it's a one year thing. You would hope, uh, but but he, you know, he'll have to go through the reinstation, you know, process basically, and hopefully he'll be reinstated. So I think they'll have to probably get better on defense. And again, to your point, and I love this discussion. If we have to go through Mahomes, what do we need to get better at? Cornerback, linebackers and coverage maybe. And can we get, you know, if we got Trayvon Walker already, can we get another guy to pair him with if Josh Allen? I don't think he, he's not a free agent, right? I, I haven't looked at this. But they'll, they'll, probably get an, they'll probably have to get another pass rusher to, you know, to, to compete. Like, I was going to say, that we were, you bring up coaching, though. Uh, and I'm curious real quick over the next couple minutes what your thoughts are on the coaching cycle right now because – uh, as we know, there's Sean Payton's just, you know, basically going to flirt with everybody as he should, I guess. Yes. Uh, this coaching cycle. Shameful uh, Eric, the enemies <laughs> had one interview that we know of with the Colts. Mm-hmm. And then there's reports that the Titans have requested permission to speak with him and Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. Cody and I, I think we talked probably with you about this. Like, it, he shouldn't have to do it, but I do think there is some reason to be interested in becoming a play caller elsewhere if that really is what feedback you're getting if you're Eric Bieniemy that they don't believe that you're actually in charge of of the offense and that you need to prove yourself. I think it's ridiculous, but mm-hmm. should he do that? No. No. To stay here forever? Not forever, but no. I mean, I'm sorry. Who 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 coordinates the offense or assists the head coach in coordinating the offense to be the number right. one Heinz? No, I, look, we, you you don't have to convince us. I, I, we I, believe all okay, of what you're so saying. Now, but the NFL doesn't. Yeah. He's interviewed with half the damn league. Um now I think Mike Vrabel is a very good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I trust Mike Vrabel. If you're yeah. gonna, if you're going to put Airbnb in a situation where he has to do that to prove something, um, they ain't got no quarterback. What about so, what about? So that's a no, dog. What's about, what about <laughs> Pittsburgh? You just do the Daniel Jones. Go over there and make Kenny yeah. Pickett look a little bit better than you're the you're the Kafka of their eye, right? Yeah, Matt Canada. Like, go gets over fired. there and make someone look a little Has bit he better. Not gotten not fired, fired yet. No, Tomlin. Tom was being a little vague about it. He might yeah. keep he might keep old <laughs> Matt Canada. Well, around. he 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 explore other options. One would assume. <laughs> uh, Mike Tomlin also high level coach. Yeah, the man has no losing seasons on his record. Um, this year might be the most impressive. That final year, Roethlisberger was equally impressive. Of course, Roethlisberger couldn't throw. Yes, I I think with okay, you know they got Pickett right. They got they got some weapons. You know Najee Harris. Okay, they have to get that offensive line a little bit better, and obviously a, a quarterback that you could develop, which is obviously he was a part of that with Mahomes. I could kind of see that again. When are the Arizona Cardinals going to call this man? Like, I don't know. That's the one that I'm sort of like, especially on. after their general manager said, we're not going to deal with egos here. Like mm-hmm. he was calling out Kyler Murray in his opening press conference. So go get a guy that'll challenge him. Yes. Cause Eric B me, go get a guy that'll get up in that. You know what? Uh, yeah, I, I, I just wait. Look, the, whether he wants to talk to the Titans or not, that's basically Eric B prerogative yeah um, Nagy too but I think Nagy doesn't want to go anywhere well Nagy's the successor <laughs> yeah he's hoping the enemy gets something else and of course you I, I look I know he had Justin Fields as a rookie it, it didn't go great can you imagine how happy Matt Nagy feels right now I get to coach Patrick Mahomes again it like <sighs> if you ever listen to Matt Nagy talk about Patrick Mahomes in his rookie year before he even played a snap 
You knew Nagy was never leaving. Yeah. The second he got back, he's like, I'm going to be here for a bit. Like, yeah, I know everybody I still, else talking about, like, still, hey, would Eric Bean me wait out Andy Reid? No, but Nagy would. Yes. Nagy sitting around here for six, seven years to yeah. get that job to be Patrick Mahomes. I, I agree, coach. but I've, we've played out the scenario that, let's say, Andy Reid in two years needed to step away or something, and Eric Bean me still on staff. Clark Hunt would look terrible Hunt, if he didn't hire I mean, oh, of based, course. based off the comments Boy, Clark made publicly, I don't know how on earth you don't hire Eric Bean me in that scenario. I don't think Andy Reid will be. I'm just away saying from the team in two years. I'm just, I don't know. I, don't either. I think he's going to be away on the team I, like six years. I don't know. Seven either. years. Right, right, right. Um, but I'm just but, saying. Uh, but it's a, it's a great they, scenario they, to talk if through. If they both were around, you'd have, around. To, you'd have to pick the enemy. Have to. There's no, there's no. And look, and by the way, like, I, I think, can I, can I say something that is like bold, but also like just, I don't know, the actual fact. Eric Bienemy and Nagy like working together. Yeah. Like this was, this was something <laughs> that was the, I, you know, I'm getting a little ahead of myself because this was obviously during the combine last year, right leading up to the combine. And of course, I had to report that, like, hey, if 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 Eric doesn't get a head coaching job, he will sign with the team on another one year deal, and we'll just, you know, they'll just keep doing this. And guess who's calming down the pike, guys? Matt Nagy, because again, they all like working with one another. And I think some people were like, well, you know, Nagy wants to kind of be a coordinator, and that's fine. That's usually the way this thing works when you're, you know, don't succeed as a as a first time head coach. You Usually go back down to coordinator, but like this is a situation where they've all worked together before. They can all do it again. They all respect and admire one another, um, and they have the best offense in football because you have the best coaches in football. Like sometimes it it it, not it is shocking. Football. Again, people don't pick off their coaching staff more. It's insane. Well, part of that is too because Andy is such a good, just good head coach. Like hey, um, people it, like working with him. It's not all on me. You know, I'm not he he's so much above like I don't have to look like I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this so long. We all do it. And he's loyal. Of course. Like it doesn't matter. We can we can say whatever we want about Dave Tobe for twelve straight months on this show. And he's not looking to move on Tobe. Unless something catastrophic happens. Well look, but then his hand is forced. Because like that's the Brandon Staley thing. People don't realize how long he's known Joe Lombardi. They Mm -hmm. went to college together in their early twenties. Hey dog, you're gonna have to fall on this one. Yeah. I'm sure that meeting sucked. (laughs) It sucked. (laughs) But But like, hey May, we we only scored three points in the first half, and I just I just gotta I just gotta find somebody new. Like it's it it happens. We all been there. But like I just wanna remind people. They have Andy Heck, above average offensive line coach. They have Eric Bieniemy, I don't know, one of the longest tenured offensive coordinators. The Chiefs third have, longest, yeah. They have never been bad at offense when he's been involved. Um, that's going back to when he was a running backs coach with you know Jamal Charles and Kareem Hunt. Like, hey, they have Eric Lewis. Hey, he coached receivers back when they had Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins and Demarcus Robinson. And like, hey, they all seem to function well. Like. Obviously, Matt Nagy's involved. They've had Doug Peterson before. Like, the reason the offense is so good is because they put the players in position to play well, to to give them an advantage that doesn't force the players to play at their top performance all the time, where it's absolutely necessary that, like, hey, we just got better Joes, you know? Like, yeah. they have the X's and O's, too, guys. Like, sometimes it just it blows my mind where I'm like, Y'all are really out here bickering about Eric Bieniemy and Matt Nagy when they are scheming the hell out of Josh McDaniels and whoever the hell else is on his staff. And Andy doesn't have to be involved all the time other than, hey, these are the down and distances. These are the specialty plays. These are things that I want to get on tape this week so that it will serve us, you know, down the road. Or I want to do this this game so that if a similar defense, well, at least I know what to do with my players 
or what not to do with my players so that when we get to the bigger, more important games and they play a similar style of defense, guess what? Matt Nagy and Eric Bieniemy got the plays. I got to figure out how to get the guys in better position for the down and distance situation and sort of anticipating what the other team's coach is, is supposed to do based on the situation you give me. It's it's a higher level than I think fans want to admit, but yeah. like coaching's hard and they do a good job and someone should hire Eric Bieniemy and that someone should be the Arizona Cardinals. But you know, if Jim Irsay is is uh is willing to be a little bit bold. Uh, you know, Airbnb is the most qualified candidate he has interviewed so far. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.